Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're joining us again this week. It is always such an honor to connect with you here in the online space. And I don't know how God does it, but he allows this podcast to go around the world. And so those of you that are listening from afar across the pond, we're so excited that you are here as well. This week, we are going to be talking about a few different things. Actually, we're going to be talking about helping women to feel seen and loved, worthy, and valued. And we're going to be talking about some things related to She Rises. Super excited about the guests that I have joining us this week. I, I'm telling you what, you are going to love her. And if you don't know her, and if you don't call her friend, you will want to after you hear from her heart. My life is blessed because she is in it. So without further ado, Megan, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about you and where you're joining us from. Oh my goodness. What an introduction. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. When you sent me the message, I was beyond excited and feel very blessed to be here in this space with you and your audience, Susan. It's just wonderful. Um, My name is Megan May. I am a wife and a mom to four children. And I currently own an online boutique that is heavily catered to the adoption and foster community because three of my babies grew in my tummy, one grew in my heart through a journey of adoption. And so I'm just in this space. I also have a podcast called the Megan May Podcast to help women just feel loved, feel like they matter in this world. So a lot of my output, I should say, is called You Matter, and it just helps women to feel like they matter. Um, Their journey matters, and and they feel seen and loved. Mm, So you are just the perfect person to have this conversation with because it is so much a part of who you are. But before we dive into that, I just have to say your sweet little girl, Marin. she has gotten so big. I mean, I haven't seen her in person, you know, in a while, but just, you know, connected with you in the online space. She's gotten so big and she's just so, so adorable. I just love her. How old is she now? She is going to be two in less than a month in like 16 days, which is just crazy. Um, I feel like we, when God first laid her on my heart uh, back in 2021, it just seemed forever. That time went forever for our roads and our hearts to cross. And now she's going to be two. So it's just crazy and amazing. And she is the ruler of our house. I think the kids call her the queen um, because she, she has us all wrapped right where she wants us. So, (laughs) and so of course she's the one that you and Jake adopted. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if you think about it, can you even just imagine your life without her? I mean, she's just, she's such a beautiful, uh, just a beautiful part of your family and your community, your church, Uh, man, I I'm just, 
I think that your whole story of adoption is so beautiful and it's so encouraging uh, to anyone. Is there any place that you either write about that or you've written about that or that you like blog about it or you talk about it or anything like that? Well, so my website is new and I actually started blogging on it. Um, I do love writing. I did do a podcast on our story. It's on my podcast. It's called It's May Day. So it's actually two parts of it. It's a pretty incredible story on how she came to be. And I am currently writing a book about it as well. So I feel like if I continue to keep speaking that into the world, um, I will actually finish it and launch it. But God gave us a pretty incredible story on how I truly went in my life from wanting zero kids (laughs) to having four and one not biologically ours, but uh, just as much mm-hmm. as a part of our family. It's just, it like, I think sometimes we have to pinch ourselves that we got so blessed to be her parents for sure. Yeah, totally. Oh, what a blessing, mm-hmm. such a gift. And ladies, I would encourage you to pay attention to the links in the show notes to uh, connect with Megan in the online space, either with her podcast and really her blog. I'm so excited to hear that you're doing that. Uh, and so especially just discovering her story about adoption and, and just all of the steps and how God just provided and led them every step of the way. It's it's really beautiful. So I encourage you to check out those links in the show notes. But uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about She Rises. And we know that you have been a part of She Rises in some capacity in the past. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. But first, I want to talk about your heart to add value to the lives of women. Why is that such a big part of you? Why is that so important for you? Well, I think as women, like we wear so many hats, like we, we have a mom hat and a wife hat and a friend hat and a daughter hat and uh, working, uh, you know, just depending on where you work. And I think we wear so many hats that sometimes we forget the hat that we were put on first was who we were made to be. And so I think it's good to just help women to see their value, to see their worth and to remember that they matter. And it started with them and who they were created and their gifts and talents that they have. And so I just think it's so important to remember that all these hats that you wear, none of them can work that well if you don't start wearing the hat, you know, and believing in who you are and who you were made to be in this world. And so I think it's just been kind of my mission as I get into different spaces and just kind of the different platforms I've been on in the past just have really felt that women just need this, just need this support to feel valued and to remember that they are worth their, that they are worthy in this, in this world and that they have been given the opportunity to make such a big dent in it. Mm. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. And I have to say, I appreciate that you that you shared that we do wear so many hats. And before, long before we ever picked up that first hat, we were first uh, like an individual, a person Mm -hmm. created in the image of God. We're a daughter of the King. And I think that 
well, and I want to, I just want to ask you for your input too, but I think that so often we, you kind of alluded to this as well, but we get so busy with being the taxi driver and the referee and we're putting the band-aids on and, you know, we're the cook and the chief bottle washer and, you know, yeah. all these things. And, and sometimes if we're going to be honest, we don't even make the list, you know, or at least right. if we do, we're down a few notches. Right. And, and I think that it's important for us to remember that when we do come before the Lord, we're not coming with, with all these hats on mm -hmm. because he doesn't need any of those things from us that I don't know about you, but that just with all the different hats that I'm wearing and I don't have any kids at home, but I do wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just that thought and that reminder. So I'm so glad that you started with that, that. I come before him without all of those hats and I can just be me. And right. I, I don't have to, I, that's a place where I don't have to give out. I don't have to put out. Mm -hmm. I don't have to have all of the answers to the questions. I don't have to do any yes. counseling. I don't have, I mean, right. Do you, is that, yes. I mean, how do you feel about that? Yes, I totally agree. I think you can just come just as you without the input of anybody else. And I think that is valuable. I feel like the older I get, now that I'm reaching my later 30s, you just really start to become more and more comfortable with who you were made to be and knowing that you are not for everybody. I don't think we are made for every single person, but God made us for an audience that God made us for him. And I just think that that is so important to remember that you are valuable. And you were somebody, like you said, you, you wore one hat before all the other hats were given to you. So um, I think it's the most important. Mm, yeah. And I think ladies just also, and I know Megan would agree that uh, I think that really God's heart for you is to really walk in that truth that you are not just another woman taking up space on planet earth, um, mm -hmm. but that he sees you, he knows you, he calls you by your name and you matter to him. <laughs> if mm -hmm. I can kind of take your, your tagline, yeah. there, um, you do matter, your life matters. Uh, and so that's really what we're talking about this week is helping you to feel seen and to feel loved and to add value to, to your life. How have you, Megan, personally been spurred on in your faith when someone helps you to feel seen, loved, and valued? Well, I think it is so easy to, when you are on the outside looking in on somebody or a group of people, it's so easy for me to be encouraging and to love on them and, and see their value as an outsider looking in. But on the flip side, like I get, I get it on the other side of it of just, you know, when you kind of start feeling yourself that you are incapable or you start questioning your worth or you start, you know, I always say I was a people pleaser in rehab and you, you start like worrying about pleasing people all over. And I just, I just think that in those times, I feel like God has put the right people in my space, in my life, whether that was through a text message or something I seen on social media or a friend, uh, seeing me at the grocery store or even a stranger. And I just feel like those times where I have felt where I've started to, I don't know, get on my heart or, you know, feel not as valuable is that God just has brought the right people in my life to just help me see my own worth. And that has, you just hit those moments where I'm like, 
thanks God. <laughs> I needed that. He, he knew I needed that before I did. And so I think that's, that's important. And I am someone who really tries to stay in tune to like my heart, even if it makes me look crazy. I think if we can come together in community with women and just build one another up. And I think they're just, it can be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think that, you know, I've said it multiple times that isolation is not our portion. Mm -hmm. That's not what we were created for. I think that that's the devil's playground. We were created to be in community. And I think that it's in that community where we are lifted and we are encouraged. And I, I think that it's also important to just briefly touch on this area of sometimes I think we look at we look at women and on the outside, she looks all put together. She mm-hmm. looks strong. She looks yeah. like she's just a pillar of faith and, you know, she's always good. Uh, and so I think that sometimes, and I'm wondering if you would agree that sometimes that keeps women from reaching out and encouraging that other woman because of what she sees outwardly but there, there quite possibly could be something going on on the inside where she's just desperate for some encouragement and for somebody to speak life to her. So what are your thoughts about that? I would agree with that. I mean, I think it is so easy to get caught up on um, other people's, I call it highlight reels. You know, when you, you pop onto social media or you see a family all put together and you're like, man, I just got out the door and you know how is she doing all this? And I feel like I can't even, you know, hardly function. And, and I think it's just so important to share your vulnerability, whatever platform that you are using. I I guess I always hope that people who, uh, if they follow my page, that they know that I'm a pretty imperfect person. You know, I run late almost always, and I have rosacea really bad. And, you know, like I have anxiety and I I just think like, I see more and more women also coming to the forefront and saying, Hey, this is, this is my struggles. And I think more of us need to do that to, to share your story. Um, I love deep connection with people instead of like, Hey, how's the weather? It's like, tell me how you are, how are you doing? And it can spark such good conversation to make others feel like they are not alone, that there, there is no perfect family. There's no perfect kids. There's, you know, no perfect eating diet. I mean, all the things. And I just think the more we can come to the table and be more vulnerable about those harder times or uh, struggles, I just, I think it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so well put. And so for the woman that is outwardly, she just looks, you know, like she's all doesn't, struggle. She doesn't need, you know, she's all got it all going. How, how can, how can we looking at someone like that and quite possibly we admire them, even Mm -hmm. if we might not know them personally, we admire them. We've even gleaned from their own life and how they lead themselves really well and, and different things that they're maybe sharing on social media, or, you know, maybe you have met them, but you don't haven't never really had a conversation with them. So you're kind of observing from afar and she looks like she isn't struggling or anything like that. Mm-hmm. How can we move beyond? She doesn't need encouragement to take that step and encourage her anyway. How can we do that? Oh, I love that. I think first of all, our image of other people, and this is probably going to sound so 
I don't know. I don't want to sound harsh on this, but I also think like we place people, um, we place other women on a higher pedestal than what they should be on. So then when you, when, when they mess up, okay. So example, if I, if I appear to be perfect, have the perfect family and clean home and like all the things and they see me out in public and they catch me on a bad day, you know, where I'm like a little off. I mean, is, I I think it's important that we don't hold people to such a high standard that they can't be human anymore. Right. And, you know, to also know that it usually is the person, uh, well, they say like the person who is usually the funniest or who is the, the light in the room is oftentimes the one who's internally struggling the most. And so I always go back to that intuitive, like heart, I call it like a pinch in your heart. Even if you feel that person is beyond your standard of being, you you can't even talk to them because you you have such you you place them too high basically. But if something in your heart is telling you to talk to them. I think it's important to really listen to that because we forget that everybody, everybody, there's nobody that doesn't need encouragement or to know they're doing a good job or that they like their hair. You know, you commented on my hair and I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank goodness. You know, thank you. I, I actually washed it today. You know, but like <laughs> right. I don't think there's anybody out there that can't use a little encouragement. So it, it never goes, it's never wasted. I should say. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's never wasted. Never wasted. You know, I remember a few years ago, somebody, I was in a conversation with this person and she said, I just feel like you are untouchable. She said that to me. And I immediately thought, Ooh, to your point, you have me elevated to a point that is just unhealthy and unrealistic. And I never asked to be put there. That's the thing, right? Because I never asked to be put there. But I think that it's again, that outward view, you know, that I'm, I'm looking at you and, and all these different things. And I, somebody that I'm mentoring, not too long ago, actually, I was talking about this very thing in not elevating people because we are, we're imperfect. We have flaws and we, you know, to your point, we have bad days, you know, mm-hmm. we, uh, and so I was encouraging her in this that, and I said out of my mouth, I won't intentionally try to, but there will probably come a time where I will let you down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will not because I'm trying to, but because I'm human, you're mm-hmm. going to catch me on a bad day and I'm, you know, going to be crabby or something's going to come out a little rougher than what is usual, you know, what you're usually um, used to hearing from me because I'm human and maybe I didn't sleep well the night before. Again, it's not an intentional thing. And so I, I just feel like, man, we could just rewind and listen to that again. Don't elevate people. Man, you're just laying some really gold here. Oftentimes the person that is the funniest or seems the strongest or so faith-filled, you never know what's going on, you know, within them and their struggles. Uh, and so, you know, being being an encouragement, even if it seems or it appears that she doesn't need it. because. Right. I just, I feel like that could be just she's like, probably the one who needs it the most, to be honest yes. with you, you know, yeah. like she yeah. probably is. It's the yeah. quiet. Yeah. 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 And, and when you said encouragement is never wasted, I feel like mm-hmm. we could have just stopped the recording 
Thank you for tuning in. That, Fine, that, that's that what I have for you. I mean, I just think that if, if there was like one takeaway, that would be it. That is so, so huge. Oh, I just, I feel like we could sit on that for the rest of our time together. So what, what are some practical ways we can be a blessing in the lives of others in this way? And the reason I want to have that conversation, a, a part of this recording, is I think that we overcomplicate things and we make it to be like something bigger than it needs to be, you know? So what are some practical ways we can be a blessing and an encouragement to help people feel seen and valued? I mean, I'm all about practical. And I, I think, again, I go back to the, the heart, you know, like I, I mean, it can be so simple as, you know, putting a post-it on your coworker's desk putting a message with a Sharpie marker on a mirror for that next woman to walk in in the bathroom. I mean, it can be so simple. It can be paying for someone's coffee behind you. I just think there's there's certain things that if you think to do it, do it because it it doesn't have to be so complicated. I mean, I will say my love language is is giving. I'm and I'm terrible at receiving. Um so I love giving, but I also think like people put this so much brain power to how you can serve, how you can encourage. And really it just, it can be pretty simple. If you walk by somebody in the grocery store and you think, man, her shirt is really cute. Say it, yeah. just say it, you know, like I think, I just think you don't know what she needed to hear that day. It could be a total moment for her of like, thank you. You know? So I just think practical is, is really just anywhere that you are gives you an opportunity to find value in somebody else. Like, I just think it can be found anywhere. Yeah. Uh, And I think especially in the world that we're living in right now, Mm -hmm. we need encouragement. We need a community of people that are going to help lift us and we to them, you know, it's a give and a take and, you know, receiving that encouragement, but also being a vessel to encourage other people too. Uh, So shifting gears somewhat, you've been a part of She Rises several times. Tell the listeners about your first experience with She Rises and how it impacted you. Oh gosh. So yes, my first time that I experienced She Rises, I was with a group of women and we were just like going to this women's event for a fun day, all the things. And I went and I just, I I just remember hopping out of the car. We took pictures because you always have a photo booth there. And we were just like, this is so fun and rum and coffee and like all the things. And God really, really wrecked me at your first event. Um, I was very new in my faith. Um, I was very new actually at the church that you hosted it at. And I, you know, you don't even know that you have things to like dig out in you. Well, that event, it like dug out in me. And it's funny because one of the other gals that I was with, it like dug out in her. And like, we were like, just crying and like super emotional you know, and all the things. And we both look at each other. We're like, why are you crying? This is why I'm crying, you know, and it just was so impactful. And I think one thing it's, it just, it is so crazy how, when you go to an event, how God will speak to you, how you need him to. And I think like between my friend and I, that both uh, just 
just needed this. We all needed it, but for us, it just hit us harder. And I think both things were totally different that we needed to unpack, that we needed to release, that we needed to just grow in a, in a way that we never seen coming. And so I just remember that event and I, you know, heard you speak for the first time. I was like, who's this woman with the cute shoes and cute hair? And, um, and then yes, the next day I went to church and you just happened to be right in front of me. And I was like to my husband, like, so when we talk about putting people on a really high pedestal, I was like, this is Susan. She's right in front of me. And I was like whispering to him and like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And and then you turned around and hugged me and our earrings got caught. Our earrings got caught. And I was like, that was the coolest experience. My earring got caught with hers and it was so awesome. You know, so it was just, it was just so crazy how, you know, that particular event just really grew me a step further in really taking, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but it just was a stepping stone further in my faith, which was a stepping stone, which came another stepping stone, which, you know, led me to an obedient yes of adopting our daughter. And, um, had I not said yes, had I not was like, Hey, let's go to this women's event. You know, it wouldn't have been that first step. And I think sometimes for really great things to happen, the abundant life that God has for you, you have to get rid of some things first. And, and he'll show you that, uh, whether you like it or not, but yeah, it was, it was an event that I will never forget. It was so good and beautiful. And, um, I had no mascara left (laughs) when I was done. And, um, for those of you that are new to She Rises, these are all like good things. It was like a (laughs) She says, God wrecked me. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes I should clarify that. <laughs> um, and, you know, I love that you shared that the person that you went with, you both received something different mm-hmm. because I think that it's one of the greatest things that God is just so faithful in. He knows exactly what the heart needs to hear and only he can take one message and divide it up so that everybody in the room receives what he knows they need to receive, what he knows they need to hear. Oh, I just, I, I just love that. You know, it's, crazy. And I I know we'll probably get to this question too, but I've always went to a She Rises event with other women. And we, especially on your two-day events, we'll always get a hotel, even if we live, you know, 15 minutes away. It's just good to sit in that moment and to sit in, you know, and not go back to all the other hats that you have to wear in between. And it's crazy because we will all sit, there'll be like five, six of us sitting on a hotel bed, eating junk food and saying like, okay, what takeaway did you hear from this event? And it's crazy how how someone will bring up something and I'll be like, I don't even remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. Or someone else will bring up something and like, we'll just all have such different takeaways from the exact same event, same seats. Like, so I, I think it is so powerful. You truly do get what you need out of it. And it's, it's crazy and amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. And I'm grateful that mm-hmm. he does it. <laughs> Right. I can't divide it up, you know. <laughs> and right. I, I don't know what 
you know, women that are attending, I don't know what they're carrying or what's in their mm-hmm. heart. Oftentimes I may know them, but you know, we just, we, we all are in different seasons and different places in our faith. Mm-hmm. And so thank you, Lord, for showing up the way you do. <laughs> uh, so since that first time attending, you have filled the role of MC. Uh, in the beginning, you've co-led this role with, with Lindsay. Uh, mm-hmm. And the two of you were, were just amazing together. But last year, you were uh, the sole MC, and you were amazing. I mean, you just, it was like, I feel like you were created for that role. I mean, it's, it's just, you. you are so, you're just so gifted and God's anointing is upon you for that role. So tell us what it means to you to fill that role as MC, because I, I think that it's so much more, one of the things I love about you is it's so much more for you than just putting a microphone in your hand and mm-hmm. saying, hi, everybody, here's where the bathrooms are. And we're going to take lunch at 1130. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So tell us and, um, what meetings to you. Yeah, I think, you know, well, first of all, when you first asked Lindsay and I to MC it, we're like, like us, you know, we're just <laughs> we're like, are you sure? Do you want to hear us like practice or something. And then, you know, last year, so we, we did that for what, three years. And last year when it didn't work out for Lindsay, I actually said no too, because I was like, Oh, if she's not doing it, I'm not doing this. And I think it was what a couple weeks later, I was in the shower out of nowhere. I just felt this heaviness on my heart. And I was like, ah, dang it. Like he's gonna, I'm going to have to do this alone. But then I was hoping that you already found somebody. So I was like, oh, like, I bet she's already found somebody. Then I know it wasn't meant to be. And I remember texting you on a Sunday and I'm like, I'm sure you're at church. So don't write me back. But if you haven't found anybody, praying you did, um, that I will do it. And you did it. (laughs) And so here I was flying solo and I really think I, it was crazy because when I said yes to you, I had no idea what your event topic was. You know, I did not look into it. I knew I wasn't going to be there. And so I said yes to you. And then when you um, sent me all the stuff for it and everything, it was about being courageous and having courageous faith, which is crazy because my Bible verse was the same Bible verse that you where it was Joshua 1, 9. And so I feel like in a way, God was like, hey, you need to be here. And it was, it was so good because you are right. Like it is, it is not a, it's not just about announcing where a bathroom is or anything. It's just like watching these women come in and these smiles and this laughter and the music and just, you don't know what they came in with but you know that they seen some value in themselves because they bought a ticket Mm -hmm. and you know that they need something. And so I think, you know, you have speakers and you have, everyone plays a role, the greeters, the door greeters, the, the people who serve lunch. I mean, everyone plays such an important role in the whole day and to be an MC and to just, you know, we, we do games and we've, prayed over cards that we've handed out to women that I feel like they have gotten the the right card for them. And I just think like for me to be on the stage and to see the faces of these women that see value enough to attend is just amazing. 
and the fact that I get to like love on them and bring my quirky self. Like, I think I just had to realize, you know, when I was so worried about how to be an MC, it was really, I just got to be me and just love these women because love is enough, you know? So if I screw up and tell people to use the boys bathroom instead of the girl, no, um, <laughs> but I can love on them. And that's, uh, that's just a gift, you know, that I feel very blessed to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think that it's uh, going back to when we first started recording, it's just so much a part of who you are. I mean, when you are in that role and I'm, you know, in my chair and just watching you love on these women for the brief amount of time that they're coming forward to receive their giveaway or they're reading their card. And I know that maybe for some of you that have never attended She Rises, that sounds a little confusing, but it's a really powerful moment, I think, during She Rises when they receive their their word card. And like you said, God just somehow makes sure that each woman gets the one that he, again, that he knows that she needs. And so that brief amount of time that, that you get to interact with them is, it's just so beautiful. And I think that every single time we, we have incorporated that there, I mean, there's been so many Kleenexes out because it's so touching and it's so moving, right? I mean, that these women are coming forward and they're sharing uh, a little bit of uh, whatever is on their heart for, Mm -hmm. you know, just not like any length of time, but just, you know, a few seconds or a minute, but it's so impactful uh, and it's just so beautiful. And so really your heart is beating in tandem with God's heart because he sees them, he knows them, mm-hmm. he values them. He says that they are loved and they're worthy. And so you are really being an extension of his heart to these women. And I just have to say, not only with She Rises, but in everything that you set your hand to, Megan, you model that. like your heart is like, that is just so on display with everything. I mean, yeah, she rises. I love, 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 love that you're a part of she rises, but just knowing you over these last few years, it isn't, it isn't just kept on that women's conference. It isn't like you just show up and that's what you put on. It's not a show to you, you know, but you live that you it's, it's like a part of who you are and you live that. And I, I don't know. I just, I just think that that's so beautiful. It just goes back to it's who you are and it's, it's the communication of your heart. It's just so, so beautiful. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. I uh, said I wasn't going to cry during this podcast. So. <laughs> well, two confessions <laughs> listeners, we each have Kleenex. So <laughs> we, <do. laughs> we always have Kleenex or at least I should speak for myself. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. So just kind of wrapping up here, thinking back over mm-hmm. the years, you've either attended or filled the role as MC. Why would you encourage women to set aside this weekend in May to join us? So if you're just tuning in and you feel like May, what are you talking about? So I host an annual women's conference. It's a two-day conference. It's a Friday night and then a Saturday. And this year it is May 17th and the 18th. I live in the in the Twin Cities area. And so it's being held at a church here in Rosemont, Minnesota. You can find all of the details to that by clicking the link to She Rises in the show notes and then just 
going on to the 2024 events page. Once you click on that link, it'll take you to my website and then you can go from there. But Megan. Yes. So I go back to the fact that you are valuable and you are worthy. And if you feel in your heart to get a ticket, to come to an event that, because like, again, working on yourself, working on your faith, seeing value in yourself is never wasted. And so I think it's, if it's weighing on your heart, I encourage you to get a ticket. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to do something for you because you are, are worth it. You are worthy and you matter. Your life matters. Who you are made to be matters. And seeing value in that and, and feeling encouraged and coming alongside other women and laughter and love and whatever God has for you in that seat is worth it. And so I always say, if it's weighing on your heart, you are worth the ticket mm. for sure. You're more than worth the ticket, but it's a good start. So that would be my encouragement. And you can come and let me love on you too. Yes. Um, I'll try not to call you on stage. No, I'm not scared though. <laughs> but yes, I just think that I'm glad that I went that first time. And again, I am really big on just kind of following your heart. And if it's something that you can't stop thinking about or that comes to you in the shower or in the morning or while you're changing a dirty diaper or uh, I don't know, cleaning up spilled orange juice on the floor, you're worth it. Mm -hmm. So buy the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think especially if you're listening and you're feeling like, oh, I think I want to go, but I've never been to anything like this. I've never been to a women's event or I've never been to the cities or and I, mm -hmm. I don't know all that stuff. It makes me nervous. Uh, I just echo everything that Megan just shared. And we just want you to know that you will be loved on. Uh, every woman uh, is loved on and is valued and is seen. You will receive a warm embrace there. Uh, we won't hang all over you, but you <laughs> definitely feel loved and valued and the weekend just won't be the same without you so mm -hmm. take the risk I think that you're uh, you'll thank us later and you'll actually be grateful that you that you chose to set aside that time and to Megan's to Megan's point just echoing her heart you you're worth it you do matter mm -hmm. and this is really wouldn't you say it's like it's an investment in your spiritual health like it's an investment in your, in your faith, really. Yes. Yes, it is. And like I said, when I went to my first one, I was very, very new in my faith and kind of growing that. And, and I believe God meets us all right, right where we're at. And so in nine times out of 10, I'd probably say you have a best friend or a neighbor or your mama, or um, I don't know, somebody in your life that could use this encouragement as well. Spending time with my friends in community at a hotel in between this was so worth it. It was just so worth it for all of us. So probably have people in your life if you don't want to fly solo that can, that would love to go with you. So yeah. if they weigh on your heart, you better ask them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. All right. So Megan, thank you so much for yeah. being with us and adding value 
to my life and to the lives of the listening community. Mm-hmm. You again, you do that so well. It is such a gift that God has placed on the inside of you. So thank you for allowing him to use you and to speak through you. You're just such a beautiful, willing vessel and the world is better because you're in it and you are using the gifts that are lying on the inside of you. So with that, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in this week. And we can't wait to see you both Megan and I, we cannot wait to see you and meet you love on you and hug your neck at the She Rises Women's Conference in May. So be sure that you come up and introduce yourself because we want to meet you. Have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you right back here next time. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.